Hello there, Hultersaudialog. It is now the 29th of December and the time is like 4.30 or something in the afternoon. 4... 4.26 and um, I just got out of the store, groceries, and I'm walking home. Um, uh, today I got, a, I got mail. Uh, it was a mail from a bank, right? And, and I don't have an account at this bank, you know, and and the mail was addressed to me. So I was like, hmm, this is strange. What's going on? I open up the mail and they say it's like an overview of an account that I have at this bank for the last year, you know? And I'm like, hmm, this is strange because I don't have an account, you know? But the activity is none. There is no money in there. And like there has been no activity for the whole year and then it also says that this account has been destroyed or deleted you know so it no longer exists and I remember a couple of years ago I was like being confused because like when I was a kid my parents made a bunch of bank accounts like for me in like like all the different banks you know like there was little to no money in each of these bank accounts you know in the beginning i think yeah but but like there were a lot of them you know i think there were like three accounts or something for each bank it was like really complicated and i have no idea why but um so yeah a couple of years ago i went like i went into a simplification process so I went to all the banks and I I closed some accounts, you know, so now I'm only at one bank and I only have like two accounts, one for my debit card and one for like saving up money, you know, and um, and um, yeah, so so things are way simpler now and it's way easier to like get an overview of how I'm doing financially, you know, I just look at those two accounts and they're in the same bank. So I can like, I only have to log into one website, you know, it's not as complicated as it was before. So I'm really happy with the simplification I did, like taking everything out of all the other accounts and moving everything to one bank, you know, having things simple. And um, so then I get this mail and I'm, and I'm like, why is this happening? You know, so, so I give them a phone call, you know, just like now I was, I was walking on the way to the store, called them on the way and I asked them, Hey, why, why is this happening? And they said, yeah, okay. So we, we've been like, there was activity on this account a couple of days ago, like just one or two weeks ago. And, um, the activity was that this account was closed and I'm like, that makes no sense, you know? I've been, I closed this account a couple of years ago, right? So the the person on the phone was like, oh yeah, maybe you did, but like we've been going through some like cleanup processes within the bank, you know? And we've been finding a lot of unused accounts and stuff and like things that were forgotten to like, like clean up properly and we're just cleaning up properly so you probably got 
this like mail because of this cleanup that we've been doing for the past couple of weeks or months, you know? And I'm like, okay, sure, that makes sense. Are you gonna send me any more, more mail? I ask, but like in a more polite way, of course, you know? And the, the person on the phone told me, like, probably not, but you have one more account here. And I, because I already told her that I did not have an, an account with them. She was like, yeah, but you have one more account. And I'm like, what? I do? And she's like, yeah. And it's been like active this year. There have been a couple of like transfers to the account. And I'm like, who's transferring money to my account that I don't even know exists, right? And so she says, yeah, it's, been, it's the government. And I'm like, why? That makes no sense. And she's like, yeah, and if you want to. And I'm like, okay, cool. So, so I, I want to close this account and like take, put, take all the money and put it into the one that I'm actually using, you know, because it's simpler. <laughs> and, um, but I have no idea why the government has been transferring money to there. Like very little money, you know, uh, like, 1,000 1, kroners, you know, every like four or five months this year. So like 10, 10 to 20 euros total, you know, or something like that. I have no, I have no idea. And she told me that like, there's like not a lot of money there. So it's not like a huge, huge account, you know, but it's nice to know that like, you know, every time, every time you find some extra money that you own, you're like, hey, that's pretty nice. So I'm like, I'm like, hey, that's pretty nice. But, um, yeah, so I asked her, okay, can you, like, transfer me the money and close the account? And she says, no. I can't, you can't take the money out of the account unless you have proof from your boss or your company that you are on vacation or that you have proof that you are attending school because this is some kind of like vacation type account or something, you know, Orlov for those interested in what it means in Icelandic. It's an Orlov account. Okay, so um, I'm, I'm attending school, so I can provide proof of that. But then I'm wondering if, if I close this account, you know, will the government keep trying to send money there every couple of months? And she's like, I have no idea. Probably they will like contact you and ask you like what happened if you close the account and what account they should transfer to. And I'm like, okay, so, but the most logical thing, you know, is to stop people from transferring money into this account before I close it because, you know, makes no sense to just allow people to try and transfer money to an account that doesn't exist. So, um, I'm gonna contact the government, like, tomorrow, probably, probably, yeah, if they're open, like, you know, of course, there's somebody gonna be doing something, but if they're, like, like, they're probably on Christmas vacation or something, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna contact them soon, you know, and ask them about this, 
and then hopefully we can like I can understand why they're doing that and then either they can stop if it's useless or they can transfer it to the account that I actually use and then I can close that one and things will be simple once again mm, so yeah um, but like it was really nice on the phone the person I was talking to was really nice other than that I was having an argument with my friend earlier today um, about like about if it's if it's practical for a company that sells like physical products to allow customers to reserve products you know so like let's say I'm a, I'm a company selling skis right which is more profitable for the company situation a customer calls and says hey could you reserve this type of skis and you say no we don't do reserves come here and buy the skis fine or situation two customer b walks in and says hey now customer b calls and says hey i'd like to reserve those skis and you say sure okay and then there's some kind of system in place which like reserves the skis and the customer has to pick them up probably within some time frame you know because like if somebody reserves skis and then just doesn't pick them up it's gonna be like a waste of time and space for the company you know because they want to sell the skis right um right so so i've never worked in like a big company that sells products like like that you can reserve you know i have not i've worked in like food like pizza places so like you know but in and like in a restaurant but in those places reserving kind of is really important you know imagine working in a restaurant and no customer would be able to reserve a table you know like it's probably really useful if you have a restaurant that a customer can call in and say hey i'd like to reserve a table for for like the 28th of next month or something you know so yeah anyway so i like and the reason we started talking about this is because and like we're not mad at each other definitely not like my friend is still my friend and i love my friend you know and like we're not mad at each, mad at each other or anything it was just an argument to like try to understand because so my friend called this company or contacted them in some way and said hey i'd like to buy this video game you know and the company said yeah okay it's only available in a shop on the other side of the country you know so my friend says okay can you can you mail it to me you know or something and the company said no no we can't do that so my friend says okay can i reserve a copy for when you get the game back in stock and the company said no no we don't do that 
so my friend's like, well, what should I do? And luckily, my friend has a friend that lives in that town. So my friend's friend went or is going to go and buy the game, right? So that's cool and all, but like, why would the company do that? Like, they don't, they don't get any like customer points. Now my friend is kind of like disappointed in this company, you know? So it's less likely that my friend will go back to them, right? And then, like they, as a company, they want people to come back, right? So what do they have to gain by not allowing people to reserve products? What could they gain? So we were thinking about this and like came up with a couple of couple of hypotheses because they sell like electronics and like video games is only a, a fraction of what they sell. I think I think they make the most money on selling like household items and computers, like laptops and stuff. And like washing machines. And um so I'm thinking, if I'd call in and say, hey, I'd like to reserve a washing machine, you know, that takes a lot of space, right? One, mas- one washing machine is kind of a big product to just like reserve. So my friend who, has, who is working in like a place where they do reserve products for customers said, yeah, but we have big products too, you know, like huge chairs and and some other things that are like big and usually we just have them on display and when somebody reserves them we just put a sticker on them and say hey this is reserved you know so that way we know it's reserved and it takes like and it takes like 30 seconds to like go get the sticker go to the product put the sticker on you know and then when the person walks in, they can like go and buy the product, right? So I'm thinking, okay, well, like maybe this electric company doesn't want to doesn't want to pay a salary for people when they're walking these like thirty seconds going to get a sticker and putting it on this thing, you know? Maybe they don't want to pay for that. Okay, okay, okay. Hmm. So, but my friend was like, yeah, well, but it takes like 30 seconds and you gain respect points from the customers. You know, the customer will appreciate you reserving the product for them. So, like for my friend, it's definitely worth it to reserve products. And I'm not 100% sure, like I don't know how much stuff costs, but I know that work, like working people in Iceland are like expensive, you know? People don't want to have five workers when they can get by with four, right? Because the fifth worker is gonna be expensive, right? So, okay, 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 that's true, but it takes very little time and like, 
you can do it in times when it's like not super busy maybe then it's like probably fine but i imagine like if it's there's a lot going on at work then it's gonna be more like annoying like those 30 seconds could have been used to sell one more video game or something or help one more customer sell like buy a, a phone or something so okay not that what about like space you know because because you have to store the things that you are reserving right if you reserve something you have to store it okay this is true right you have to store it but that like and like if you're storing a lot of stuff like if you have a lot of people reserving things then it's gonna take up a lot of space in storage and storage is expensive because you have to buy like or like well you've probably already bought a place you know if you have a company and you've gotten this far you know you've probably already got a place for your company and um, and um, if you have to store if you have to store things in there for longer but you get respect points for customers that will come back and again again and again then maybe it's worth it to like buy a house or like rent a house that has a little bit more floor space and in my friend's work my friend told me that they don't need a lot of extra space they just have one small cabinet which takes very little space and that's where they put all the all the reserved items and i'm thinking like all the ones that are small enough to fit the big ones they just get a sticker and i'm like okay that's cool and like stickers are not expensive if you buy like a million stickers you're not paying a lot for each sticker and like then you don't have to worry about stickers for a while you know um but then you also have to store those stickers but stickers are really small i mean come on um, yeah, so like seriously, we are really unsure about why this company does not like does not offer like reserves for items because like it's a it's a big company I think you know and they are they are international I think they are in Norway too and um, some other places probably I don't know I, I know they're at least in like here and in Norway. But um, yeah, so why wouldn't they offer reserves for products? It doesn't make sense. Like for the storage problem, you know, you could have the re reserve reservation thing work like this. You reserve a product, it stays reserved for 24 hours. The same person cannot reserve the same product twice in a row. You would have to wait like a week in between or something and you could like incorporate this into your like system you know the system that takes care of knowing how much is in stock and stuff like it's a small program i think it would not be super super complicated to implement yeah so they could do it in that way you know for and then when they only have reserve reservations for a short time 
and then they don't have to worry about reservations like piling up so they have a big pile of reserved stuff. You don't have to move the things that you reserve. Like if you're if you have a if you have a, what's it called in English? A warehouse? If you have a if you have a warehouse with a lot of stuff, like you don't even have to do anything. You could just you could just have it in your system that knows what's in stock in the warehouse, you know? And the system will just know that item 538 is reserved for John Smith, you know? So, like, then you don't even have to pay salary to people to go and put a sticker on there or anything. And like, this is an electronics company. They definitely have somebody working there that knows how to program stuff, how to program stuff. Yeah. So that's all, that's like another thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, what other possible like incentives could there be for them to like not allow people to reserve items? Well, if you're not, if you can't reserve items, the items will probably sell faster, at least in the short term, you know? Because let's say, let's say person A and person A goes to the store and is like walking around looking for this video game, you know? And person B calls the store at the same time and says, hey, I'd like to reserve this video game, you know? Then the store then the store has like two options. If they reserve the video game, when the person, one person A that's walking in the store finds the video game and says, hey, I'd like to buy this video game, they say, oh, well, you can't, it's reserved, you know? If it's the only copy left, you know? Of course, they probably have a lot of copies. But like, let's say it's a popular video game and it's like the last copy of the first shipment or something, you know? So then, then, then this person A in the store, man, I forgot which person is which, anyway. So the person in the store, won't be able to buy the game, even though they went there. And then they have to go like home and go again some other time. Maybe this time they'll like call ahead or something. But, um, and probably they'll buy the video game then. But the person that called and reserved the game, they can just show up like, let's say in two days when they have time or something, or after work, you know, they show up pick up the video game and they're really happy about it. So they'll probably shop at this store again. But the person that called could also change their mind in the meantime, you know. Let's say, let's say everybody that wanted to buy this video game has already bought it, except for these two people. And there's only one copy left. So the person that walked into the store and said, I want to buy this video game, if they can't buy it because it's reserved and then the reservation is cancelled or worse, it's not cancelled but the person just doesn't show up to pick it up then this person that showed up is going to find some other place to buy the video game and your company ends up keeping like a copy of a video game that they want to sell and they had two customers that wanted to buy it and now neither of them bought it. Of course, this is a very extreme, like, like unlikely scenario, right? 
but I'm like very confused about this. This this makes no sense, you know. And like for every argument I had for why the company would want to like not allow reservations, my friend was like, oh yeah, but you can solve that problem with this method, you know? And I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense, you know? So now I'm thinking allowing people to make reservations for objects is the way to go because they're gonna like you better, the customers. And you're gonna sell the same amount of stuff, but probably with like a little bit more of recurring customers. Now, it's a little bit of work, but recurring customers are good. You want to have as many of them as possible, I think. Yeah, this is weird. If anybody here has like a company or knows anything more about this, like you can send me an email and explain this to me. That would be really nice. I'd appreciate it. Yeah. All right, I'm 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 home and I'm actually pretty hungry. I'm going to grab something to eat. Hultars audiolog, it is the 30th, 30th, 30th of December. Um, the time is like 12.10, 12, 12.09 to be precise. And um, I just made a phone call to the, the government or like funds to ask them about the thing from yesterday. And they said, no, there's nobody here. Send us an email. So I'm feeling the bureaucracy a little bit. And like, it's fine. But it's weird to answer the phone and say there's nobody there. Like, if nobody was there, nobody would answer the phone, right? I'm kidding, that's cartoon logic, right? Yeah. So I'm sending them an email right now and I'm gonna ask them about it. All right. Hultars Audiolog, it is still the 30th of December, it is now 15 minutes later, it's 12.24. I just finished sending the email, but I discovered some stuff. So at this, at this bank, which I didn't know that I had an account at, I created an online account just now, so I could look at this information um, through the internet, which is nice. And I checked like the, the files, you know, and, and I saw like some, some files explaining why they, they were like putting in stuff there. And so it's because of, it's because of my job for, for this sem semester, which is really weird because because the numbers match up, so it's like saying, yeah, th this is how much it's like supposed to, this is how much it's supposed to like go. And that's the numbers that they've been like transferring to me. So it's like the same numbers and like from the same person kind of, or like entity. So it's the same thing, but like, when I when I started this job, I I gave them my bank account, you know, so they could like transfer me 
salary, you know. So it's very strange that they've been, that like it's been transferring to here. Yeah, very strange indeed. Very strange indeed. So I'm gonna email them too about it. Yes. Already. Well, uh, yeah. Here is Dart Audio Log. It is still the 30th of December. Uh, it's 15 minutes to 8 in the evening. For those that are still interested in the bureaucracy stuff, um, <clears throat> so uh, I got a response on like, it, it's like a, it's like a issue tracker kind of that they have, like on GitHub, you know? Uh, so I got a response on this is issue tracker. I made an, made an issue there. They, uh, at, at first I, I sent them an email or something like it. Anyway, so now I have an issue there because I uh, get, oh yeah, I don't know if I told you, I gave, I gave them a call and they said to send an email. Right, so I sent an email and then I got a response that an issue had been created. So I checked out the issue, you know, and it was just like everything I put in the email. So that's cool. And and, 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 somebody responded with, hey, could you give us more information, right? But they had, they, they really, like, they just said, could you give us more information about the transactions? And, like, I'm not sure what information they needed. Like, they have my, I gave them my, like, information, so they should be able to see all the transactions that have something to do with me, you know? And, um... But I sent them like all the transactions for the past year. Uh, I sent them the date and the like amount. Well, that's like all the information I thought of that they could be asking me for. I'm not sure what else they would want to know. But I also told them, hey, like, because they said, could you be sp more specific about the, like they worded it in a way that was like weird. So I told them, here's some information. Could you be more specific about what information you want or need, you know? What, like, because it's, it's really useful when you're working in a place. Like I'm 100% sure that the person responding to me knows exactly what it is that they need, but like, I don't work there. I have no idea what it is that you need. I don't speak, I don't speak that language, you know? So it's really useful for just a normal citizen like me, you know, for if, if the person just, could you send me exactly this thing? That takes out all the guesswork for me and you and the person at the job gets exactly what they need and everything works like faster. All right. Yeah, so that happened. So I responded on the issue. And what happened was that I got an email. And the email said, hey, somebody responded on an issue that you are following. And do you know what response was? It was my own response. So I got an email notifying me that somebody, and that somebody being me, had commented on this issue. 
And I'm like, what? Sorry, I'm, I'm making I'm making dinner. And by dinner, I mean toast. I love toast. Um, and I have a meeting in a couple of minutes. So, uh, yeah, like, it's it's kind of weird that, to, like, I don't know, to get a notification notifying you that you did something. And you're like, yeah, I know, <laughs> I did that. So, I don't know. <laughs> so I sent them, so I commented again, like, hey, I hope this works out. Um, also, like, maybe you can fix the notification thing. Because, like, I got a notification about that I commented. <laughs> Do you know what happened? <laughs> I got a notification that somebody had commented on the issue. <laughs> and, like, again, <laughs> it was me. Uh, and I thought that was, like, funny. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. A totally different subject. So... I don't know about you guys, but this Christmas season, I've been playing way more chess than I expected to be playing, right? And it's most definitely because of that TV show. Um, you've probably heard about it. It's like on Netflix or something. It's called Queen's Gambit. It's so good. It's like, hey, chess is really interesting. It's super cool. And you're like, whoa, yeah. And then you go to chess.com and you're like, yeah. And like, I've been playing with my friends. We had a four, we had a four person chess. Man, talking is weird sometimes. So we had a four person chess match yesterday, which was dope. It's like really weird to watch out for like, three opponents and also like sometimes work with them and sometimes not work with them and work against them and work with somebody else. So yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But it was like it was a total blast. And yeah. So yeah, I've been playing a little bit of chess today. Cleaned the apart cleaned the house up. And then we, and we have this meeting. Um, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna eat this food and and go. Yeah, have a good day, guys. Shoop. Hulda radio log. It is the first of January, twenty twenty one. It's like the evening now. It's like 20 minutes to 11. 20, 18 minutes to 11. And, and so this is New Year's Day. Happy New Year. Everybody who listens. Um, this is kind of crazy. I think I started this podcast like pretty early last year. So it's not going to be long until there, until... There's a year since I started this podcast. That's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious to see how it's going to go. Yeah. But it's been really nice. I've been hanging out with my family, you know. And um, 
yeah, we had a movie marathon with my friends, watched some movies, while social distancing, meaning everybody was at their home and it was like a streaming call, you know. But it was nice. It was really nice, yeah. And I went on a short hike yesterday, going on another one in two days, which was supposed to be tomorrow, but it's gonna be in two days because Man, I'm sorry, I should probably go to sleep soon. Yeah, but it's but it's gonna be in two days because because uh, more of my friends can make it. Meaning there will be three of us instead of two of us. Yes. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be the New Year's hike. Yeah. So I think this is gonna be my last entry for this episode and that means it's going to be the last entry for all the episodes in the year 2020 even though it's the 1st of January 2021 um, according to my calendar last week or like it was like week 53 which is strange in my mind there like I've never actually counted the weeks and checked it out but in my mind there have always been 52 weeks in a year but it's probably because like the week the year didn't start on a Monday or a Sunday or whatever day you have as the first day in the week where you are from so that that would probably explain it yeah that would probably explain it so I'm I'm calling it week 53 because that's following the calendar that I'm using. Yeah. So, that also means that the first season of Hulter's audio log is over. And I'm going to start the second one. Wow. Yeah. All right. Well, I hope... I hope you've been having like a good time listening to this or or yeah yeah I do or at least thought that this random things that I talk about is like a little bit a little bit interesting but honestly it's like it's fine if it isn't it's just it's just stuff that I feel like talking about you know and it's actually been really useful to talk to you guys. Because even though I don't get like any responses from you, although that, that's not true, I think, I think I know personally like half the people that listen to, listen to this. Like I've been, I've been looking at the like analytics on this website, you know, and it's crazy that like, almost half of the people or like one third to half of the people that listen to this podcast are based in the US and that was so surprising to me because I have no idea who you guys are so like like that's it's super cool you know don't get me wrong it's really cool I'm stoked about it you know uh, I really like strangers and uh, meeting strangers and new people is like one of my favorite things to do 
Um, yeah. But mo most of the other people that are listening, I, I know who they are, like, personally, you know. They're my friends and stuff. So, so I do get a little bit of feedback about this podcast, you know. Sometimes somebody talks to me about something. <sighs> and I'm sorry, I'm just yawning. Yeah, so so that's cool. And um, if you're if you're listening to the podcast and I have no idea who you are, you can send me an email and say hi if you want. And yeah, yeah, I think I think that's it. So I'm just gonna say thanks for thanks for tuning in. Um, I'm happy to I'm happy to talk talk whenever I feel like it yep and yeah looking forward to this year I think last year I remember on New Year's I thought man 2020 is gonna be the best year so far it's gonna be amazing you know I was like this was the first time in my life where I was like 100% sure that this year was going to be the year, you know, everything was going to happen. Everybody was going to love this year, you know. And for a lot of people, I think 2020 was not that bad, you know. But also for a lot of people, I think it was pretty horrible. And there were a lot of, like, horrible things that happened. Um, yeah... So I'm not going to say that I think this year is going to be like the best year ever or anything like that. But I think whatever, whatever 2021 tries to throw at us, uh, us being like humans, you know. Um, yeah, I think, I think we're just going to, I think we're just going to deal with it, you know. When life throws you lemonade, you make lemons. Life will be like, what the 